Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values, on another glorious week in the state of Texas. Hope you're doing well. I uh, hope the kids are all settled back into school. We'll see how that's going. I might have a couple of personal things as all of my children are they're in school, whether or not they're settled. That may be another question. We'll see what happens in the first round of football games that the kids, my boys, are involved in next week. A lot of exciting things to talk about as it, we're going to hit as it relates to back to school. What's going on in Austin ISD? Can you believe it? Planned Parenthood has been cut out of sex education in Austin ISD. Austin ISD, as liberal as it is, we and other people managed to put enough pressure on them and get good information with parents to get Planned Parenthood pushed out of sex education in the public schools locally. We'll talk a little bit about that. And we're certainly going to talk about what's happening in a week and a half here in the Central Texas area with the Faith, Family, and Freedom Policy Forum, September 6th and 7th. as just around the corner. We're just about sold out. And I'll go into more detail about that. But Ted Cruz is going to headline the Policy Forum Center, Ted Cruz. Uh, Three-star General Jerry Boykin is going to be speaking at our private dinner on the night of the 6th. And a ton of great speakers at the national level, local level, and state level. We've got someone from the Trump administration. A whole lot of good stuff to talk about that. Before we go into our first guest, I want to make sure I don't forget, this segment of the Texas Values Report is being sponsored by Eagle Peak Shooting Range. We encourage you to go see our friends out in Eagle Peak Shooting Range. I've been out there myself. Great facility in the northwest part of Austin or northwest of Austin, if you will. And don't forget, if you're watching on YouTube, there's a little, like, I think it's like a bell that you push to hit subscribe. That allows you that every time we post a Texas Values Report segment, and we're about 200 episodes into uh, our four-year program here. But anything that we post, not just this program, but any other videos we put together, you'll get notified for the latest information about Faith, Family, and Freedom. But let us let me not delay. We want to go right to our guest today, which we're really excited to have. I know she's been on the show before when Nicole Hudgens was hosting, but I don't think she's been on when I've been hosting. Our guest today is Allison Centafonte. She is the Director of External Affairs for Live Action. Live Action, a lot of people know about them across the country, if not the world. Leaders in the pro-life movement getting information out to people daily, uh, minute by minute, if you will. I mean, they have an active presence on social media. They've got an active presence when it comes to exposing the truth and exposing some of the horrors that Planned Parenthood has been a part of. Alison Senefonte brings to the table for live action a tremendous amount of experience uh, working for our good friends at Concerned Women for America at some point, Alliance Defending Freedom. Great experience when it comes to media, PR, and communications. She has her bachelor's degree from Liberty University in Virginia, and she told me she originally hails from New Jersey. Allison, welcome to the Texas Values Report. Thanks so much for having me, Jonathan. Thanks for all you're doing down there in Texas to protect children, too. Well, it's great to have friends like you and Lila and, and your team. David Delight and I go way back. A lot of good people that are involved in this movement. You know, and look, Allison, I want to do this. A lot of people are aware or, or they see a lot of your activity on social media through live action, and it's been tremendous. I mean, it's really something we look at a lot to get ideas from. Some of the stats that y'all put out, Lila puts out on a regular basis. But 
I would love for you to, before we get into a little bit more detail about some of the recent policies, things happening at the national level, what's going on in the pro-life movement, tell our listeners a little bit about and some background about live action and Lila Rose and the mission of the organization itself. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Live Action was founded by Lila Rose, who many of you listeners hopefully know of, but you'll remember she was young and went undercover into Planned Parenthood across the country and caught them on video lying to young girls, avoiding state and federal laws in order to get underage girls an abortion without reporting it, um, and, it and exposing how these abortionists talk about pre-born children, lie about prenatal development, um, and it really moved people to see this is where taxpayer dollars are going. So it really catalyzed the defund Planned Parenthood movement. And I think joined a lot of leaders together to say, all right, all in against this abortion industry. They're failing women. They're hurting and killing children. And so we've grown from that, which is amazing that Lila did that just so young in college, now to a 10-year organization established. We have an L.A. office, a Washington, D.C. office. And we're dedicated, Jonathan, to educating on abortion, educating on the development of a child, and ending abortion. And part of that is always exposing this industry. Um, and the more you have done this, the more you've climbed in, the more you see. It's all the same people patting each other on the back in order to get the money that comes from this. They don't care about kids. They don't care about women. They don't care about families and their outcome. They only care about profit. And so... I'm really proud of us. We've had, we now have the largest following online in the pro-life movement with over 3.6 million followers. And that's great, but we need more. We need way more. So every day we're working to educate people because, yes, there's so much that can be done on a federal level and at a state level. But at the end of the day, there was one-on-one conversations where people are thinking about this or hearing about the news, and they go online. We want them to find us and find the pro-life argument and, and become more pro-life. Well, as our followers see us streaming on Facebook Live, Allison, I'm holding up a picture here to our camera so they can see a picture of you and a little bit more, uh, some other members of your team and a little bit more about your background. Look, 3.6 million followers is quite uh, a number, and it's certainly a goal for our organization to shoot for. Uh, But you're right, there's so many more people to be reached. But it's phenomenal the amount of work and the impact that live action has had over just a small amount of years. And, I, and I'm not trying to diminish the time or make light of it, but sometimes it can be very difficult to get good information out there for it to resonate to, with people and then to respond. And look, you're right. I mean, trying to find out this information about Planned Parenthood, the things that Lila Rose did, that Live Action did, you know, you'd imagine that's really the only way you're going to find it because it seems like for their operation been going on so long, it's well put together. And we don't really hear these stories unless it's something undercover or you have people that leave the pro-abortion movement like Abby Johnson. We've got a doctor, uh, Dr. Haywood Robinson, who is a former abortion doctor. He's going to be at our policy forum next week and talk about some of those things. And so it's just great information. And you look, I, I was born in 1973. I've been in the pro-life movement a long time. And, you know, you continue to find more and more about it that helps people understand what's going on and to get a better idea and it allows us to get our message out there in a way that connects with without having to exaggerate it and not that we ever really have but you you really just have to present things in black and white and if people will listen usually they will understand uh, why the life issue is so important and why the things that Planned Parenthood is doing are so bad talking about what Planned Parenthood is doing 
It's great to have someone in the White House, in the federal administration, that supports the issue of life. We had a recent movement in a development with the federal government enforcing some of these rules as it relates to Planned Parenthood, and that resulted in funds getting cut off or really Planned Parenthood being in a position of whether or not they were going to continue to take Title X funds. Tell us a little bit about that issue in the latest. Absolutely. Well, and something you touched on that's so crucial, Miss Jonathan, is that people want to, and they think they are, good, compassionate, tolerant, pursuing equality, right? That's what most people are like, yeah, I'm all, I'm all about being compassionate. So if we can show them how abortion is violent, how it is the most egregious human rights issue of our time, where we are looking at someone who's just a little bit smaller, more dependent than us, and treating them the worst you can treat someone by dismembering them with metal tools or with chemical abortions, I've seen face-to-face people's minds be changed on this issue. And part of the progress is realizing and telling people, look, we watch the news and we all feel like everyone's taking their corners, right, on abortion. And everybody in each corner knows what they, what they believe and, and they can't be swayed. And that's just not the truth. A lot of people are somewhere in the middle and don't have the answers that they need to some of the hard questions. Maybe it's rape incest. Maybe it's um, what do we do with these children? Can we afford all of them? But those questions can be easily answered. So one of the encouraging things I want to share with your listeners is, look, you can change someone's heart and mind on abortion. Um, one of the best performing videos we have is Dr. Anthony Levitino. He's a former abortionist. He's performed 1,200 abortions, and he walks you through the three procedures in a medically accurate way. And you can watch those videos um, at anyonecanchange.com because anyone can change their mind on this or easier maybe to remember is just abortionprocedures.com. And I've taken those videos into Times Square, Jonathan, to see if I can change someone's mind, right? And I'm thinking they're going to retaliate, they're going to throw the iPad. They don't. They watch, they are moved, and the biggest response and most common response is, I had no idea. I just didn't know. We can't be doing this. That is encouraging. So I can't say enough. We've got an ambassador program that we're encouraging people to take these videos to, to the streets, to in their internal conversations, to your Bible study. Don't assume just because your friends are pro-life that they actually know what this is, what the procedure entails. And we've seen it live action that when you can describe the procedure and you can describe prenatal development, like the fact that a heartbeat can be detected at six weeks, you are a much more effective messenger for life. Um, so, yeah, that, that's one. You can change hearts and minds. And second, to answer your question, there's so much encouraging news right now. Uh, the Health and Human Administration under President Trump has pulled Title X funding away from Planned Parenthood. That was a big pot of money that they were getting, about $60 million a year. Uh, essentially, the Trump administration put a rule in place that said you can't use this money to refer for abortions anymore. And... Planned Parenthood had a decision. Are we gonna, are we gonna, can we play by the rules or not? And they said no, so they lost that money. Um, and that's good, but it's not all of their funding. Jonathan, as you know, that's $60 million a year for them, but a large part of their funding comes through Medicaid reimbursements. There's tons of streams of funding that go to this industry because they've propped themselves up as necessary and needed, and they're not. They don't perform mammograms. They don't provide prenatal care. They don't even provide an ultrasound if you're pregnant, and they're called Planned Parenthood. One of my favorite undercover investigations we did was simply calling 
Planned Parenthood across the country and saying, hi, I think I'm pregnant. Can I come in for an ultrasound? And on recorded tape, they say, oh, we don't do that here. Only if you want an abortion. You can go to a pregnancy research center, though, if you want. Well, look, and we're I mean, talking. That's we're, moving. No, you're absolutely right. We're talking with Allison Sinefonte. She is the director of external operations and affairs and uh, for live action. And we're talking about the pro-life movement. We're talking about the impact that live action has had on the issue of life, on the issue of abortion. And we're, you know, look, it's interesting to ask those questions to Planned Parenthood and to give that information to people because a lot of times they're surprised too. They have, you know, because of all this marketing that Planned Parenthood has done over the years, people can, you know, have allowed themselves to think differently or, you know, that's exactly what Planned Parenthood has wanted. They wanted people to think that, you know, the the communities and the world cannot survive if Planned Parenthood doesn't exist and that, you know, the only way that women can be liberated and have freedom is if Planned Parenthood exists. I mean, just all of this and so much is based on government funding. And to your point earlier Mm -hmm. in our interview, a lot of people are kind of split on this issue. When you start telling them, well, what if we used your tax dollars to pay for abortions? The majority of them will go, oh, hold on, wait a minute. I don't know that I'm okay with that. You know, people should make their own personal decisions and pay for it. But that is the major reason that Planned Parenthood continues to exist, in my opinion, is because of the millions, if not billions of dollars at this point of government funding that they received. And a lot of times unchecked. I mean, there's hardly any accountability when you start to put the microscope on them. You start to find out, as we did here in Texas and other places, that they're not following the rules, that they're doing a lot of things that people would never have been okay with when we find out what's really going on behind closed doors. Live action has been a big part of that, a big part of that effort to shed light, to tell the truth. And a lot of times that's all it takes. Allison, let's talk about what's going on in the movement itself. I mean, you've been, you got a tremendous background in a lot of these issues, writing about them, talking about them the investigated side, putting the truth out there, a whole lot of things. What's going on with the youth right now, the younger generation, the millennials, whoever, if you will, where you're seeing a lot more interest in the life movement, a lot more activity and, and a lot more leadership, if you will, by young people in the life effort? Well said. Well said. Well, you're seeing people's eyes open up to really what Roe v. Wade did in our in our country. So when New York, for example, passed their Reproductive Health Act, and then in Virginia, Governor Northam said something about children being left to die after an abortion if they survived it. People went, wait, how could that be legal, right? How could New York pass a law that essentially said you can have an abortion for any reason through all nine months? That's just brutal. That's not where I stand. It's not where the majority of the American people stand. A majority want to limit abortion after the first trimester. Well, it exposed this great (laughs) scam, which is that Roe v. Wade and its companion case, Doe v. Bolton, opened up a society that treats young, innocent, preborn children the worst you can treat someone. And you, as a woman, are able to kill your child without... Anyone saying, you know, here's all your pregnancy resource center options, how about adoption? Nope. If you can claim, you know, financial turmoil or physical, psychological turmoil, that is enough. And there's a whole industry built around it now. So I think that's why, Jonathan, we're seeing a lot of energy right now. We're seeing people go, look, we're better than this. We want to take care of each other, and we are better than the society Roe v. Wade, Dovey Bolton has set up for us. 
And in fact, a lot of us are, have gotten together and said, like, look, let's cast a vision for a post-Roe society. Because if and when the Supreme Court reconsiders Roe in light of all the science and medical technology we have now that shows that this is a human being, which science confirms, then we as a society will have to go back to the states and decide how each state wants to treat preborn children. So you've seen some states like Alabama, others say, look, we're going to protect them all. We're going to outright say we're protecting all preborn children. And that's in comparison, like I said, to what New York and, you know, Virginia's governor and leadership thinks. So now is the time for people, for pro-lifers to get brave, to get educated, and to get activated in your community. Share this. Join these nonprofit groups, door knock, teach. We've got students. It's amazing. I've got students emailing me saying, I want to go tell my pastor. Yes, go. I want to go to my school and lead a presentation. Yes, go. We have the tools at liveaction.org and liveactionnews.org, all the research that you may need to change someone's heart and mind on this to answer these hard questions. Um, And if I can, I'll just promote our latest series, which is Pro-Life Replies to Pro-Abortion Arguments. So maybe you're sitting there and you're saying, I don't know, what about a kid with a disability or they're not going to live very long after? How do we counsel a woman in that to not get an abortion? We've got a video for that. So check it out. It's pro-life replies at liveaction.org. Well, and you can find a whole host of information at liveaction.org, their main website. And, you know, you touched on the Born Alive issue in New York and Virginia, Allison. Texas recently passed a law, the Born Alive Infant Protection Act, making it clear that if a child is born as a result of a failed abortion, that they have full protection of the law. One of my good friends, someone who I represented as a client at the U.S. Supreme Court, Gianna Jessen, came out and testified in favor of that. You know, but that's when the baby is out of the womb. I mean, that, you know, that should be a no brainer. Unfortunately, that wasn't for New York and Virginia. So we're sending that message. But there are other things that we need to continue to do on the life issue. I want to let people get connected with you at Allison Howard C is Allison's Twitter uh, handle. And I like what you've got here. Dance like no one's watching because no one is. They're all on their phones. That's what I like to think of when I'm in traffic and I'm jamming to like Mercy Me or for King and Country or whoever. Nobody's watching. Uh, Hopefully not. We'll see about that. But, you know, look, we move forward on these issues and there is momentum. I mean, there, there are more people, it feels like, involved in the pro-life movement. There are victories in the court. You've got many new judges coming onto courts. You've got the Trump administration and people at the state level and local levels that are more active on this issue. I don't know what the latest polls are, but it, it continues, I think. And that's why we see things getting more difficult for Planned Parenthood. There's a reason the president got elected. He was one of the first to say that this was an issue that was going to be important to him when picking Supreme Court nominees. And then we go into an election year. It's important for people to be asking these questions to candidates. Where do you stand on the life issue? And one way you can get equipped on what it means to stand up for the issue of life is liveaction.org's website. Allison, we've really enjoyed having you on the show today. Love the work that you do. We're going to retweet uh, some of the information from today's show, and hopefully we'll pick up some followers when maybe y'all retweet us. I'm just saying. Uh, we'll see how that goes. Mm-hmm. But and to you and Lila and all your team, we wish you the best. We'll be praying for you. And thank you so much for the work you do for the issue of life. Thank you, Jonathan. And I just can't say enough for everyone listening to be a part of what Texas Values is doing. Get involved locally. It matters. One voice, one person can change a lot of hearts and minds. So thanks for all you're doing, and we stand with you. 
Amen. Well, that was great. Great to have Allison on. They are in the middle of so much. Uh, you know, we didn't even really touch as much on the pushback that they're getting on social media, the efforts of people to silence. I tried to stay disciplined with the time that we told Allison we'd have her on. But they've been getting a lot of pushback from social media, whether it's Pinterest, whether it's Facebook, Twitter. You know, when that's happening, a lot of us feel like that's happening, whether it's directly or indirectly. It seems like it's become much harder for us to get our message out, whether we have uh, direct evidence of our post and so on getting uh, pushed to the side or getting censored or whatever. And they're not holding back. And I'm sure that's part of it. Their their information is very effective and cutting edge. And, you know, some people may think it's graphic. I don't know that it's graphic. I haven't seen all their posts, but they'll try to suggest that, you know, if you think that there's something graphic about taking the life of an unborn child, that's more reason for people to get the information, not to try to censor it because it shouldn't be happening to begin with. And so all we're doing is letting people know what it is. Oftentimes, liveaction.org, you heard me mention Allison's Twitter handle. I'll do that again. At Allison Howard C, (coughs) excuse me, is her uh, Twitter handle. And then Live Action, which has... Uh, 136,000 followers on uh, Twitter, at least, at Live Action. You can grab uh, and and follow them and find out what they're doing. Great work. Policy Forum is coming up September 6th and 7th. We're almost sold out. Okay, the private dinner is just about sold out. Three-star general Jerry Boykin is going to be joining us at the Faith, Family, and Freedom Policy Forum. This is an event and a project at Texas Values. This is our second year to do it. And we're very excited about doing it. We're very excited about the speakers that we're having. We're excited that somehow we're able to have Ted Cruz a part of this event. It's very difficult to get him scheduled for an event. And I'm not saying that as a criticism. Okay, he's got a. I mean, he is a U.S. senator. That is his job and to be in D.C. and representing the constituents across the state of Texas. So that oftentimes means it's very difficult that you'll find him at an event in Texas. And so we happen to grab him. On a Saturday, you can see a little bit of the speakers here. Also, Chip Roy, one of our uh, newest congressmen. Three-star General Jerry Boykin is going to be speaking at the private dinner. Go to TXValues.org, excuse me, TXValues.org right now and get your tickets. The dinner's only got about 10 seats left, okay? Three-star General Jerry Boykin, all right? He was one of the original members of the Delta Force. He was part of the effort... Uh, an operation that was Black Hawk Down, that rescued some of our servicemen. He's been in some of the toughest spots, and he's got so many medals on his uniform. I I have no idea what they are. They're quite incredible, though. And so he now is the executive vice president for Family Research Council. He's taken that same fighting spirit, that warrior spirit, to now fight for religious freedom, and not just in the military, but in other places as well. He's going to talk to us about the current state of religious freedom and issues of life as well. Go to TXValues.org, get your tickets for that dinner. That's going to be at Maggiano's at the Domain. I forget how much the tickets are, but it's quite reasonable because you know you sit down and have a dinner at Maggiano's, you're probably going to spend 30 bucks a person to begin with, if not a little bit more after tax and tip. All right. And so General Boykin is, look, he's got a Texas connection. I always try to throw that in if I can. We're doing a little bit of research. No surprise that at one point he served at Fort Hood. And I don't have a military background. My, my grandfather did serve in the Navy, but it's been a, uh, a couple of generations. So 
but I certainly respect the military and, and are honored by people or uh, in awe of people that serve. So, but I'm aware of Fort Hood, but not its significance. Okay, and I wasn't completely surprised, but it was nice to hear about that background. Uh, I'll get into more about Fort Hood later. You probably know more than I do. He served in Fort Hood at one point, was stationed there, did a lot of great things. I think he was a part of the 101st um, Airborne <coughs> Division. And so he's great. Okay, exciting. I've, I've heard him speak before. You got um, Senator Don Buckingham, uh, Representative Candy Noble, who passed one of our recent pro-life bills. One of the most recent Texas Supreme Court justices, Brett Busby, is going to be speaking. Matt Krause, the author of the Safe Chick-fil-A Religious Freedom Bill, and Senator Brian Hughes, also the Senate author of that bill. Uh, Department of Justice, Trump administration attorney Eric Treen is going to be speaking. We got them from all different levels, okay, including Pastor Danny Forshe, some of our local friends, uh, Tim Lambert, Texas Homeschool Coalition, Ken Williams, who was on this show before, okay, he's a part of the change once gay movement. You ever heard anyone say, oh, people don't change from being gay, they're born that way and that's how they stay? Not true. Ken Williams lived in the homosexual lifestyle, left it, if you will, is now a Christian. You got to hear his story. Okay, and there are many more people like him he's going to tell you about. But we're almost out of time. Go to TXValues.org. Get your tickets today. Maybe you can't come to the event. We're almost at the end of the month. We need your financial support. We are a tax-exempt 501c3 organization. We rely on donations. we got about a million-dollar budget, a team of 10. Please help us. Thank you again, Eagle Peak Shooting Range, for sponsoring this segment of the Texas Values Report. Go to YouTube and click the subscribe button and go to txvalues.org, donate, get more information, and we'll talk to you next week on the Texas Values Report.